Georgia's DBHDD is warning all Georgians that half of all opioid deaths happen at home when people take an oxy or a perk with a glass of alcohol for stress or to sleep. Learn more about protecting families from opioid overdoses at opioidresponse.info. We are back with On Second Thought from GBB. I'm Virginia Prescott. Most Americans say they know at least some of their neighbors, but admit they tend to interact less with those who don't belong to the same race, class, or political party. And that's according to the Pew Research Center. When Tanya Del Valle and her husband Pablo move into the Fixer Upper next door to Frank and Virginia Butley's historic home, a series and saga of microaggressions ensues. These racial, generational, and economic tensions play out in Native Gardens, a play on stage this month at Lawrenceville's Aurora Theater. And two of the show stars join me now in the studio to tell us more about the production. Fedro Ramirez Olivares is Tanya Del Valle and in Native Gardens. Hello. Hi. And Carolyn Cook is Virginia Butley. She's been on On Second Thought before. That's what happens with those Atlanta theater regulars. <laughs> Hello, Virginia. Welcome back. So the Butleys are white, the Del Valles are Latinx, and the Butleys are older, nearing their end of their careers in engineering and the federal government. Del Valles are successful, but still in their early careers in academia, also expecting their first child. What else can you tell us about these characters? You want to go, Phaedra? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so uh, Tanya is um, from New Mexico. She um, had a sort of, she wasn't very well off growing up. Um, and she, her whole family has lived there for generations. That's one of uh, one of her big um, sort of uh, things to teach, I guess, her new neighbors is um you know what it's like to to be to have Mexican heritage, but to um, have always been in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little bit about her background. How about for Virginia and Frank? Well, here's what's wonderful about the the writing. Karen Zacharias, who wrote this play, has done this magnificent. Um, uh, I, I I would say like. Uh, cross stitch <laughs> of characters where everybody's connected and everybody's different. So mm. one of the ways that my character Virginia Butley, who goes by Ginny, is very much like uh, Phaedra's character Tanya, is that um, she also grew up with very few things. She grew up in Buffalo, New York. She's um, she is from an immigrant family, whereas the person of Mexican heritage in the play is not. Mm-hmm. She's her family has always lived in the same place. It's just that the play was first part of Mexico and then became part of America. So the individuals in the family never immigrated. It's the land that changed. And uh, in the case of my character, Virginia, um, her family is Polish-American. So her parents uh, immigrated or her grandparents immigrated to the United States. So, But both of them come from similar economic backgrounds. So they have that mm-hmm. in common. Mm-hmm. Um, they have in common the fact of being female and being wives. Um, the differences are... Um, Ethnic heritage, um, uh, uh, age, age is yeah. a huge difference a between difference, them. Yeah. And but educationally, they're very much alike. Also, my character is an engineer. She works at Lockheed Martin. She is very well respected in her field. Mm-hmm. And Phaedra's character is on the verge of earning her PhD in anthropology. In anthropology. Mm-hmm. So, just fascinating connections and disconnections between these people, which is just so true to life. 
Right. And some of the assumptions that they make about each other uh, beginning quite early, even before they've met, Frank assumes that the Del Valle's prefer red over white wine right. <laughs> as he's deciding what to give them as a housewarming gift. So what other kind of assumptions are they making about each other? Oh, I think there's so many assumptions going on um, about um, what it means to be an affluent white person, um, you know, um, how... I guess, uh, who is racist, who is not, uh, what it means to be Republican, what it means to be dem a Democrat, right? Like all of these polarizing things that we have in our society today and what we associate with that. And um, I think the play does a really good job of sort of uh, dispelling that and uh, subverting that. and being Subverting like, is yeah. a great word because mm -hmm. I, I have to say... Um, I, when I first started reading the play, it's really about gardens. It really is. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the whole subject matter of the play are these um, backyards mm -hmm. that uh, are side by side and that have a really ugly chain link fence separating them. Really so, so that's what? a bad fence making it's for good neighbors ba or bad, bad neighbors. Fence. That's right. Bad right. fences. Um, and so it, it and the whole plot is is driven on replacing that chain link fence with mm -hmm. a with a beautiful wooden fence. Um, so it becomes about borders. It becomes about fences. It becomes about property rights. It becomes about all of these things that resonate on a national level, but are very, very personal. Interpersonal and just, yeah, yeah. about uh, keeping and achieving the American dream. Exactly. And like, yeah. Exactly. And embodied in the yards, which is so interesting. In fact, like your character, Virginia, or Ginny, rather. Ginny, is, is she goes by Ginny. A name that still rankles me, but nonetheless <laughs> is a straight shooter. She tells the Del Valles that she, how happy she is that Frank and uh, they finally have real homeowners next door. Yeah, what does real homeowners mean? Well, real homeowners means that she doesn't like there being rental property in the neighborhood, mm -hmm. um, and that they had lovely neighbors who were older and passed away and a, a, a relative has been renting out the house next door to college students who leave beer cans in the yard and so on and so forth and our set designers uh, Mariah and Isabel Curly Clay have done a magnificent job of leaving trash in that backyard <laughs> and you can yes. see why Virginia would be really really happy to have people purchase a home purchase the home and move in and start to fix it up so um, she's thrilled to have people settle in. And there's another very exciting element, which is that Tanya Del Valle is pregnant. So Virginia is seeing the possibility of being able to babysit and maybe she, her son hasn't married for reasons that become clear over the course of the play. And she's dying for grandchildren. You know, it's a really, really wonderful opportunity. Um, when I first read the play, I started reading it, and I was like, oh, cute, you know, little domestic squabbles about gardens. Okay, different gardening philosophies. One has these beautiful, you know, hydrangeas and azaleas and so on, and the other is going to put in native plants. Okay, funny, funny, ha-ha. And then I'm turning another page and another page and another page, and the way this writer subverts the arguments and mm -hmm. and gives them the kinds mm -hmm. of twists and jabs, it becomes laugh out loud hilarious. Yes. Hilarious. And the audience really rolls with us, but they're thinking at the same time. 
So it's, I, I, I got to say, it is a tour de force. <laughs> so, so for Ginny, her husband, Frank, he, he loves his garden. He's part of his identity as, as a gardener. But Fred, uh, your husband, Pablo, uh, he's hustling to make partner at his firm, gets a little carried away and invites <laughs> his firm over for a garden party at your Fixer Upper, which is not right. quite fixed up at that point. How does Tanya react? And what does that reveal? Um, Tanya is very much against this idea <laughs> at first. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot going on for them, too. Um, Pablo is, is going through uh, quite a bit of pressure at work um, to sort of fit in as uh, the only foreign Latinx uh, person. Um, but Tanya as well is, ha- is, you know, she's studying for her. She's uh, getting ready to defend her dissertation. She's uh, like almost eight months pregnant. Um, so it's unpacking. It's it's all these things. And um, it's kind of, uh, I think for, for Tanya, she feels that Pablo is trying too hard, mm-hmm. right? That, that, um, that he doesn't need to prove who he is. And that um, if he just does a good job, you know, they'll be they'll accept him he's just a new guy um and it takes her a little bit longer to see the importance of of really having to prove yourself in the workplace when you have this immigrant background Mm -hmm. that she hasn't really had to go through i wondered also you know because she comes from a humble place the idea of showing a home that's less than perfect you know what Mm -hmm. like what the insides versus the outsides is there sure um I think she uh, has not necessarily ideas of of what perfect is, but maybe um, she likes to show what her philosophies are and for that to be clear, um, especially through her like native garden and all of that. Um, So, yeah, there's there's definitely that level of of like, you know, I want to have a settled home and like something that represents who we are. Um, to to these outside, you know, um, I guess, spectators. That's Fedra Ramirez-Olivares, and Carolyn Cook is also with me. They're sharing the stage this month at Lawrenceville's Aurora Theater in the play Native Gardens, which is an exploration of the relationship between neighbors and the politics of ownership and race and class and how we see the natural and man-made world, which is something that you mentioned, Carolyn, that this is very much about, like, gardening philosophies on some level. <laughs> it is. And, and Tanya, Tanya, she grew up around gardens. Her grandparents owned a farm. She's planning a native garden garden in their backyard. So how does her vision of nature differ from Frank's, for example? Well, um, my husband, Frank, who's played by Bart Hansard, a brilliant comic actor, well, a brilliant actor across the board. Um, uh, his garden is what you would call a traditional, quote unquote, <laughs> garden <laughs> that you might see in the South. So it's a lot of the things that we plant in our yards here that um, may have been brought into our environment but aren't necessarily native to our environment. So um, things like English ivy, you know, you mm-hmm. see those signs when you're going along the interstate, English ivy kills trees. And um, it is true that we've brought in a number of plants that kind of break down the natural ecosystem here. and 
what Tanya is trying to do is restore that. What Frank is trying to do is win the Potomac Horticultural Society's <laughs> Gardening Award. <laughs> and that means going with these very showy, beautiful uh, plants. Um, that uh, It is a remarkably beautiful garden. Um, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't support uh, biodiversity. And so that's an exciting sort of and hilarious um, challenge that each right. of these gardeners has for each other. <laughs> while at the same time, Frank and Tanya share the love of gardening. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jenny, who was the only female engineer in her division for 20 years, shares Pablo's ambition and need to prove herself. So that's another way where you discover that you have something in common with a neighbor that maybe you thought you had nothing in common with. Well, and it's funny, too, because Tanya says to ask Virginia and Frank, didn't you hear the segment on NPR about native gardening? Exactly. <laughs> you know, which, which does exist. Well, and they well, sure. say, of course we listen to NPR. We're old, not dead. <laughs> well, what, but this is part of the funny thing that, you know, it, it, what becomes central to this is about reclaiming what is rightfully their property. Right. And without giving too much away, you know, there's a point where Ginny says, they want to take our land, you know, kind of right. thing. But this illustrates the idea that new people, new Americans, or someone perceived as a new American is taking something away from those who are established. Mm -hmm. But this is interesting because it sets up not between, you know, the dis disempowered anti-immigrant Americans saying, you know, they're taking our jobs, but the others, they're the NPR listeners, exactly. the middle class. So what did these dynamics bring? Uh, first of all, a, a great deal of humor <laughs> as you sit on, uh, you know, on the outside looking in and go, oh, I've met somebody like that. Oh, that hilarious person is me. Um, so uh, but, yeah, it creates a self-questioning, I think, mm -hmm. uh, very much. It takes a little while for the characters to realize that they're maybe letting things fly out of hand. <laughs> um, and it, and the, the playwright does take us to a hilarious conclusion. But, the yeah, it challenges... Um, you know, Jenny at, at some point says, you can't you can't do this. Why are you trying to do this party? Why are you trying to take our land? What are you trying to do? And and uh, Phaedra's character, Tanya, says, you understand he has something to prove at the office. You know, this is mm -hmm. really important. And and Jenny does understand. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, but at the same time, she wants to defend um, her set in her ways uh, way of life. So, yeah, it becomes about sharing. Welcome to kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's also a little bit about um, showing the complexities of what um, it is to be an immigrant and um, how we tend to separate these groups, you know, on the basis of race. Um, and we sort of oversimplify that and are like, OK, I can recognize uh, who has ownership, who has right, who doesn't. Um, but I think through this, uh, I guess, allegory, we get to see, okay, this is much more complicated than we than we think, you know. Yeah. And each individual in these groups that we're generalizing about is a person. Right. And we need to get to know them as people. Mm -hmm. Well, it's harder to do when you're not sitting there watching them in a play. And I think that's part of, well, actually, maybe that is part of what's going on here. Listeners can go see Native Gardens at Lawrenceville's Aurora Theater through June 2nd. And, you know, Lawrenceville is in Gwinnett County, which has seen rapid transformation in terms of demographics in recent years. Uh, seems like there could be a lot of folks out there who don't look just like their neighbors. So what do you think, what do you hope that audiences will get when watching this production? 
I, I mean, I hope that people will see themselves on stage and um, will recognize their flaws and um, will also maybe identify with the other side of like, oh, you know, that um, I've been there before. I felt that I've. So what does that say about my position or, you know, my own privilege or about um, my lack of it, you know? Yeah, and it goes both ways, too. I feel like everybody can see their own flaws on stage, but also their own strengths, mm -hmm. because uh, there's beauty in each one of these characters. There's ways that each one of them is right. Um, and, you know, if you walk in the door wanting to judge anybody in the in the play, you're going to walk away having changed your mind a little bit. Everybody yeah. in the play has... Um, kindness and generosity in them. Uh, they have a point to make. Um, they just need to consider life in, I, I guess, with eyes more wide open. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just 20 seconds. Wondering if this play changed the way that you see your relationship with your neighbors. Either of you? Um, I think so. I think um, it really brought out just just the value of listening and, and conversation, you know, being compassionate and empathetic and how that is probably the most powerful tool to, to depolarize and uh, bring, bring people together who may think have nothing in common. I would second that and say laughter, laughter, laughter. It goes a long way in healing. Yes. All right, details on the play Native Gardens at gpbnews.org. And on GBB, by the way, Governor Brian Kemp is scheduled to sign the so-called heartbeat bill at 10 o'clock this morning. We're streaming it live on the GBB Facebook page or Political Rewind Twitter feed. And of course, listen for coverage of the issue during Political Rewind at 2 this afternoon and during All Things Considered later on. Well, listen for the hard knock life of wrestlers. After the break, I'm Virginia Prescott. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. <laughs> 